excited. I'm so excited. We're hitting a big number today. It is officially the big 2-0. We are one year away from being able to drink. Just kidding. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I've been drinking for a while now. But <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sound so old. <laughs> well, I'll be 25 here in just a couple of days. Yeah. Well, next week. We are almost exactly it? one week away from my birthday. Yeah, it's a Monday. Oh my God, I thought it was Tuesday or Wednesday for a minute. My days are so mixed up. Uh, I haven't been on a schedule in a hot minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For those of you watching on YouTube, we are in a different environment. Welcome, welcome to our new setup. At least for now, we had a little bit of a lifetime, what would you call it? Uh, 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 transitionary yeah, period? Yeah, transitionary period. So we moved, and we didn't just move across town or across the street. We moved an hour and a half away from where we were previously. So we bought a house, and here we are. So Connor has a new job, and I am searching for a job, but if you guys blow this up, I can just do this full time, <laughs> which I would love to do, but we're not at that point yet. So yeah, that's where we're at, and we have a new setup, and we're going to be kind of monkeying around with some of our stuff, and we have a new camera. We got some new stuff, so we're excited, mm -hmm. and it should be good shit. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Oh, welcome to our home. Yeah, our home. We own this place. We don't rent it, which is actually insane, and I kind of love it. It's a little bit mind-blowing, and I'm really excited for it. It so. is. It's kind of terrifying because with renting, at least if I'm renting something and then something breaks, it's nice to be able to have like, oh, I guess that's somebody else's problem to pay for and fix. Now it's my problem. I don't like it when things are my problem. You have a lot of problems sometimes, too. Also, the house or... Well, in general, we kind of create a lot of problems. You make us sound like we're problem children. Sometimes I feel like we are. For the most part, we're not. You're such a goody two-shoes. You never did anything wrong. No, but sometimes stuff just happens, and then I'm kind of dealing with okay. it. Okay. <laughs> you forgot to tell me about a track meet, and I got so mad. I'm like, put a dollar in the forget it jar. <laughs> I've yet to put something in the forget it jar, just so we're all clear. It yeah. is an empty jar right You've now. You've been doing good, and I think it's because you don't want to put money in it, and the forget it jar is working in that case. Financial incentive. Yeah. You forget something, I get a dollar. I think it also has something to do with the fact that now I only have, like, one thing to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it, that jar also doubles as a I can't find it jar. So if there's something right in front of your face that you supposedly can't find, and I find it, that also, I get a dollar. Mm-hmm. Which, which I really like. Right now, we can't find anything, because everything's say, still all moved. over the so place. So you have until April Fool's Day to figure out the house before you start collecting in there. Sweet. I'll help you until April. Yeah. Sweet. So, all these lifetime things. Are you ready for our topic? This is another one that I don't know. So yeah, I've I've been asking Shay and You're she's so proud of me. I was actually kind of like prepared for this episode. I was like, uh-huh. And I had this ready. I'm super excited. I want to know kind of what the theme is, what we're gonna be talking about, and whether or not I am going to get a shivy. I don't think you'll get shivies, but I, I don't know what I'm gonna title it yet, but essentially when you hear these 
you kind of just like what the fuck it's like just a mind fucked episode you're like you don't get it i don't understand it and i have questions and i feel like after you're done reading it you have more questions than answers that's kind of our theme for the day it's just get fucked i guess is that gonna be the title i don't think youtube would appreciate that well maybe a couple stars I don't know. I haven't decided on the title yet, but essentially it's Get Fucked. Wonderful. By my stories. And are you ready? No. Me neither. This is either proof of reincarnation or something that can't be explained. So many years ago, when my dad was a very small child, four to five years old, he would talk about being someone else in a different life. Him and his many siblings were born in Chicago and lived there off and on for many years. He would tell this story to his parents that he remembers being an older man, dressed in a suit, real fancy kind of guy. So as he tells his story, he says he remembers walking into some sort of apartment building, going towards a long staircase. He remembers walking a few steps up, and a man appeared at the top of the step. He pulled a gun out and shot him in the stomach. He said he tried to get his gun to fire back at him, but he stumbled due to being shot. He fell back a few steps back on the floor, onto his back. He said he remembers blood everywhere. His suit was soaked, holding his stomach, and felt the pain from the bullet. Laying on his back, looking up, he remembers the man walking past him, stopping for a minute to make sure he had finished the job, and walked away. As he felt his body relaxing, he remembers a very, very bright light appearing. That was all he could see, a light. Then he started to hear voices muffled. They were getting louder and louder as the light was brighter. He says within a few minutes, he could see clearly. He was in a hospital being reborn, I guess you could say. He was screaming and freaking out. But no one could understand him. At that time, he does remember going to a family's soon after as a newborn. Recalled people that there at the time, his mother confirmed. So, as the years went on, he would talk about different buildings he had been to, and people he knew had been dead for many years. Of course, his parents thought, imagination of a small child, a very interesting thing was his stepdad would have him help work on cars and different things that would ask for a crescent wrench or a 3S drive ratchet or he would know exactly what those tools were. Something a four-year-old really shouldn't know by then. There were many other little side stories that always struck the rest of my family as odd. So fast forward several years. He was born in the 40s. So now much older, and it's the 80s. As he's gotten older, the memories went away to a certain extent. Life moved on. Family kind of forgot his wild tales when he was small. So it's the 80s. I'm not sure when. I was a small kid then. He had suffered a hernia that required some surgery. Not sure as to what kind of any medical stuff. As a surgery in recovery, as most of the hospitals and doctors come in to check on him, let him know what all they did and how it went. Before the doctor left the room, he had stopped and said to him, 
you're a very lucky man. My dad, confused, asked, what do you mean? The doctor tells him that he had noticed the scar tissue in the stomach from a bullet wound and can't believe he actually survived such a thing. My dad had told him he's never been shot. The doctor kind of chuckles and he walks out, just kind of does the yeah, yeah thing. Medical records report of bullet wound in stomach. Doctor was 100% convinced and understood why my dad wasn't telling him he was shot before due to the fact that he was from Chicago and not the nice part of town. The doctor would bet his career on it because of dealing with bullet wounds almost daily. That's all we got. I mean, we've, we've talked about like reincarnation and stuff a couple of different times on the like podcast here. And it seems like for the most part, some of these memories do tend to fade kind of like early childhood. Mm -hmm. And so it's super interesting in that again, like dying white light right into a delivering room has all these memories and things, but now there's like a potential physical evidence of I hate everything about it. Cause like, my goodness, that's like the doctor's convinced you have an old bullet wound. He's never been shot. Mm-hmm. What? Aren't there theories about like birthmarks being like how you died and stuff previously as well? So like yeah. um I don't know. I don't think I have any birthmarks, so I'd be very questionable as to how like things I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't too. Mm-hmm. That's just weird. That throws me off so much that he has a physical thing. He's like, no, that's a very clearly a bullet wound that he's never been and somebody like like you said, a surgeon in Chicago, like Yeah, you've seen bullet wounds. Mm-hmm. Like I hundred percent believe that. Super, super strange. Wow. I'm just in shock. I don't even know how to process that. I I what would you do if that happened to you? Where they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, it looks like you've been shot or you've got some weird scar tissue. I'd be like what kind of weird yoga pose did I do that ripped my insides? A yoga pose is ripping up your insides? I don't know, but it sure as heck wasn't a bullet. So did I just push really hard when I was going to the restroom or something? <laughs> like, we gotta find something for an explanation here. That's terrible. Well. <laughs> I actually had a dream the other day that I could do the splits really well, and that was so cool. I just, like, fell into him, like, oh, that's new. I hate to break it to you, that's achievable for a lot of people. It's just that it takes a lot of time and effort. Well, yeah, I'm sure if I actually, like, practiced, I could do it, but I don't really care to do it, I'm gonna be honest. It's kind of a party trick. But yeah, at not... this point in my life, it's a party trick more than anything, and I don't really <laughs> care. I hope you like my feet in your area. I was about to say, I have a toe now. You do. And I hope you like it. Cause it's staying there. Because I can't sit crisscross super long or else my feet start going numb. Mm -hmm. Like, I always have a foot that gets a little tingles and they start to get on. Like, I'm not doing like this any longer. All right. I guess I don't have anyone else to comment on the first story. It, it was a very, like, kind of cut and dry story. But it's got so many, like, large scale, um, can't even think of the word 
like the different meanings and messages and that kind of stuff like you can take a lot away from the story it can have a lot of different um what on earth is the word i'm thinking of the viewers will tell us it's okay see with these stories i don't always have a lot to comment on i kind of just sit there i'm like oh what the fuck like i kind of just i sit there and i absorb I'm like i i don't even know how to question this mm-hmm. like it just it, it mind fucks you mm-hmm. fucks you up i hope my dad listens to this episode and thinks wow i wish my daughter would stop swearing and go to church i'm just gonna take you back to church. <laughs> it was funny me Hey, that's all that matters. If you're say, giggling, I don't make I'm jokes giggling. for anyone else but myself. If I'm laughing, we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you ready? Absolutely. This is our second one. My coworker showed up as somebody else one day. Four years ago, I trained a new coworker who was honestly a nice guy at the time. Early 30s, seemingly healthy, very much into yoga, had a beautiful girlfriend, etc. He seemed very balanced and healthy. I'll name him Coworker A. We had another long-time coworker who was sort of Mr. Popular with managers, but honestly, super annoying. He had a really large personality. People mutually could only take him in small doses. He was essentially the epitome of a TikTok frat boy who would randomly dance on the job and freestyle. Extremely annoying. Anyway, I'll name him Coworker B. Now, before I explain, I should include this workplace sucks. It barely holds a single star on Indeed. It's a large factory with no windows, toxic management, long hours. It was very hard on most people's mental health. So anyway, roughly a year into Coworker A's stay, things started changing. He and I were mutually friendly to each other, and we would have long, civilized discussions about interesting things. But something was really out of place when he mentioned his new beliefs about the world being flat and a hologram, moon theory. It was really unlike the old version of him who was super rational. I sort of shrugged it off and said it's probably a phase or he's trolling. Fast forward a few weeks. Coworker A has seemingly took a lot of interest in Coworker B and sort of developed some of his mannerisms but in a more endearing way. Kind of copying his silly dances and laughing seemed harmless. But as months go past, he continued to dance more and more, to the point he had to be asked to stop by supervisors. He would even be moving around at the morning meetings, using all the same mannerisms and phrases as Coworker B. This really started to creep out Coworker B, to the point he switched trips. We theorized maybe he was on drugs, but coworker A was very vocal against all substance use, including alcohol, weed, etc. He was also vegan. Where things change for the worse is when coworker B ends up getting with a new hire at work. She ends up becoming his girlfriend. They move in together, etc. This is when coworker A shows up to work using coworker B's name, even signing himself in on the logbook as him, referring to himself as B all morning, then 
Later that day, A stands up on a work table screaming, I'm in love with coworker B's girlfriend by name. With his arms spread out in a cross Jesus formation, face to the ceiling, the whole place was silent. And after he ended up standing in the corner with a broom sweeping nothing for the next several hours, he wouldn't turn around from the corner either, not even when tapped on the shoulder or called by name. The only time I saw him away from that corner was when it was time to go home. He was the last one out. Unfortunately, my job being QC, I'm always among the last ones out as well. Despite both of us being the last in the building, I did my best to act normal when passing him the hallway. I glanced at him. He was looking directly at me, head tilted down, making a pseudo-snarling dog face. Eyebrows in a V, tongue and teeth out. The next day, our boss decided coworker A needed to go to the hospital, so we actually made an appointment and got him in with an Uber. He was put on leave for a week. The security guards who I was friends with told me A was showing up in the middle of the night trying to sign in for work at the card reader, sometimes at 2 or 3 a.m. Anyway, surprisingly, a week later, coworker A comes back and seems somewhat normal, almost like he has no recollection of anything he did. Even wrote an entire album on his phone in that time, which surprisingly was better than I thought it would be. But I noticed it was all love lyrics, sort of wonky country love songs. As things seemed to normalize with coworker A, he stated he really wanted to hang out with me for a hike and throw axes at trees. I sort of didn't agree or disagree, and told him I'd get back to him on that. As I secretly was a little on edge, he asked me later that day if I was still down, and I said, unfortunately, I had other obligations. He said, well, I guess I can't throw an axe at your face. And then I laughed, not knowing how to react at all. I told the manager about that, and he kind of just scratched his head uncomfortably and shrugged his shoulders. Anyway, coworker A ends up finding coworker B's address due to a work get together where everyone was invited and someone leaked it to coworker A. They eventually find rocks and sticks in weird formations on their doorstep, like shrines. We all collectively knew it was A. Things got really weird when they actually found A looking through their windows at night. He was also scratching the windows with his nails, calling out B's name, repeatedly whispering, B, I need to tell you something. This is when our manager finally decided to take action and agreed to fire A. Four years later, coworker A still stalks coworker B's now ex-girlfriend, who had to get a restraining order against him. He annually makes new Facebook accounts and adds all 200-plus co-workers who used to work there, as the place got shut down. He uses a new name each time, with a different selfie. He sends a message to each one of us, saying, Hey you, it's B from work. So I guess my question is, 
would this behavior be called anything? And how did such a normal, likable, level-headed person turn into this? Is there a term for this behavior? What should we do? One of my friends had the balls to ask him in a reply, which I can share a brief screenshot of, if he recalls anything, which he doesn't seem to, but he sure remembers B's ex-girlfriend and says some extremely concerning things about how she's the one and the only one. I'm the bigger one, she's the smaller one. He was put on this earth essentially to save her. He was also seemingly has no support at all from family or anything and is working at a new job, living alone and unintended. I feel like this is sort of risky. I gotta wonder if it is like if it's paranormal involvement, if it's some sort of like possession, if he was doing something that he's not supposed to be doing, or if it's like medically based, then I'd start looking at like brain tumor. Yeah, I don't think you're necessarily wrong. Because I'm not sure it's necessarily paranormal based. Like I'm not entirely convinced because I'm like, oh my God, is this like a brief form of like, not a, even a brief form. Is this like a form of psychosis or? Like, I could picture a world where, you know, say he started doing like Ouija boards or something. Mm -hmm. It's acting kind of weird. Like, I could, I could picture a world where that's like coming in. But given the fact that the coworker doesn't know this person very well, we're never going to get that background information no. whether or not they were messing with something like that. So my brain starts going to more, like the logical side of things where I'm like, okay, maybe it is like a brain tumor where it starts developing, say, like prefrontal cortex kind of stuff and it's affecting decision making and or like memories or whatever. And it's taking the reasonable guy to be kind of psychotic. Well, yeah, now he's a stalker and utterly insane. I just, what had to happen there? I just, trying to I live, don't get it. Trying to live this super, I don't know, I guess in my eyes, like, I don't know, not wonderful life of this TikTok frat boy that, dances all the time and nobody's really liking because they're annoying i just I, i'm 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 so quiet this episode because i just i can't even wrap my head around it like what happens to a person where they go into this state and it's so concerning because obviously there's a safety issue and not just for co-worker b or the ex-co not the ex-co-worker or the ex-girlfriend of co-worker b but this dude was like oh yeah i'm gonna throw an axe at your face like what? Yeah, no, I would spend zero time with that person outside of work oh or God, alone yeah. or anything like that. Like, I would always make sure I'm in public settings. And, yeah, no, I would absolutely not. Yeah, well, he's he's for sure turned into a stalker, but, like, he was vegan, very healthy and rational. Like, that's what you'd think is he'd have to have something happen mentally. I think you're on the right track with a tumor. Because typically, if he said he's in his 30s, which I think he did, let's double check. Yeah, early 30s, typically mental illnesses appear like 
those kinds of mental illnesses are like between 18 and like 24-ish, give or take. Not always the case, but like sometimes. You wouldn't think that would happen to someone in his 30s. I'm almost over the hump. Eh, it's an ish. It's an I ish. only got a bachelor's. <laughs> Which means nothing nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Fine. I don't know. I want to get, like, the MMPI 2 done again. Because I've had that done just for funsies. Because I did it with one of my psych classes. But I would want to do it again just to see it, like, I don't know. I want someone to read me and all my mental illnesses. I know I got a few of them, but like, just tell me. I want someone to just tell me about myself. Do you ever want that? Yeah. Like, I just, I want to know. Tell me. Tell me more about like who I am and what I'm like. I love those things. I tend to be a very introspective person in general. And so I'm always asking myself those questions. Mm -hmm. But if somebody else could just look at me and be like, hey, like, boop, boop. Yeah. See, yeah, I I'm pretty self aware, but I just I want someone else. I just want to confirm, you know, and be like, yeah, you're not insane. This is actually what I think. Or maybe they catch something. I want to go to a um a psychic or like a medium of some sort. Oh to no. To see how <laughs> to see how accurate they are. And like, I, I wouldn't want to make it hard and be like, nee, 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 and be all sassy about it because they're just doing their job, but like. Out of curiosity, I want to see how much you can get right. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I've always wanted to go to, like, I, I watch a couple of mediums, or I used to, on, like, Netflix and whatnot. Be like, oh, like, I'd want to go to, like, this person to see if they would, like, pick me out in a crowd and see if they would read me and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I just want to know. I'd be curious to see what would come of that and, like, if they'd be able to pull, for example, like, a connection with your grandma. Maybe. Or something like that. Like That'd be cool. Nah. They'd probably skip right over me. And then I'd go home being all, like, mad and I'd ruin my own day. Been known to do that a couple of I've times. I've ruined my own day a few times. I don't mean to. It's just what happens. Mm -hmm. It happens. I don't know why, but this drink hit me a little bit harder than I feel like it should have. Right about halfway through, and this is my first one. I don't really know how to respond to that because I have also only had like a sip or two of my whiskey over here, and I'm over here yawning like it's midnight and it's eight forty-eight. Oh my! God. Or eight forty-six. Staying up late too. Your eyes are bloodshot. I can tell you're tired. I'm really tired, and I know it's a, specifically because I had like a little drop of alcohol. Because I wasn't yawning at all until I took a sip, and now I'm like, every two seconds, I'm gonna do it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to poke your yawn. <laughs> they sent you a TikTok that said, "Don't do that. It ruins it." Yeah, that's why I do it. I know. Okay, well, since it's almost your bedtime, should we do number three? Let's go ahead and get to number three. Okay, so you can go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> All right. My friend and I died in a car crash. Then we reset. I am convinced quantum immortality or parallel dimensions exist to a degree. 
I think I might have shared this already, but I need to go into more detail with what happened. About six to eight years ago, my friend Giovanni and I left my house to go get some McDonald's late at night. You know, just young fellows do at 2am after a night of partying. We got into his white Mustang, left the neighborhood, and began driving on one of the main roads towards McDonald's, which was about two miles away. As we cross an intersection, just about half a mile away from McDonald's, we get slammed by another car and thrown, and we proceed to roll. All I remember from the impact is that the car was speeding very fast. The impact was brutal. Glass shards flew everywhere, and the sound of plastic and metal scraping the asphalt. We died upon impact. We were gone. Then, it was all just black. I saw that the car was annihilated, looking at it from above. The scene was distressing. Then. Just as soon as the scene played out of our death, it abruptly ended and we were automatically back. And we were both standing at the front door about to leave to McDonald's. I look over at Gio, and Gio is tearing up and shaking with his head on the doorknob. I say, bro, what the fuck was that? If we leave and go right now, we're going to die in a car crash. All he replied with was something along the lines of, I know. Gio was shaking terribly, and I felt sick to my stomach. We had both just lived out our death. We both stepped away from the door and walked back into my family room and sat on the couch and didn't say a word to each other and just stared off into the distance. I had lived my own death, and so did he. We both knew it, and we both had no idea how to explain it. The best way I can explain it is it felt like a dream where it's one of those almost too real of a dream. We assured left the house and almost made it to McDonald's. We got hit at an intersection then flashed back almost immediately to my house. That's such a wild vision to have. Like, don't get me wrong. I get really bad deja vu sometimes. Mm -hmm. But to just, like, have the precognition of, I'm going to die. And then turn and look at your friend and they're sweating bullets. Like, we're going to die. But, like, I think it's one thing if you get, like, a vision or, like, I'm going to get a little cheesy with it. Uh, But a That's So Raven moment where you just, like, and you like flash forward and you see something but they lived that and they just went back to the house and they both saw the same thing wasn't there a tom cruise movie about this moment um the tom cruise movie yeah i'm pretty sure there's a tom cruise movie where he relives the same like 48 hours over and over and over and over and over again. Oh, there's um one called Groundhog's Day. I don't know if that's Tom Cruise. I mean, sure. There is a Groundhog's Day one. I don't know. My dad used to watch it, but I hated it because I just watched the same scene over and over again. It pissed me off. I'm like, <laughs> this is a movie. 
this is a movie where I'm just watching the same scene, the couple different expressions every single time. Yeah, so imagine that's like what happened though is like they went through, they made a dumb decision, and hey, wham, rolled car, dead. And then their like first like thought was like, we can't do that anymore. And it was enough to stop the cycle. Like imagine mm-hmm. if they'd been like, what was that? I don't know. Let's just go get McDonald's anyway. Roll the vehicle right back. See, I have a heart of a fat kid. So I would be like, okay, let's give it five minutes, then go. <laughs> I'd be like, you call an never, Uber. But... I'd be like, call an Uber, and then I'm not driving. But then you might just end up killing a third person. But but they didn't kill anyone. Someone hit them. Well, I understand that. But, like, at least if that you're, like one of them isn't driving... It's like the other person's fortune and fate would be my thought. But. I don't know. That's just crazy, though. I wonder if, like, the universe just decided, like, okay, this was not supposed to happen. Like, oh, sorry, I fucked up, y'all. Turn it around. Let's rewind this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, you weren't supposed to die, actually. Biggest apology from whatever god you believe in. I was about to say, God got a little bit too creative with his writing and then went erase. Like, <laughs> like oh, shit. This big eraser. <laughs> oh, that just throws me off. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing now is God's like, it's a like, freelance creative writing course trying to figure out how to continue like the story of the world and just like. All right, we're going to do a creative exercise. I need you to make something wow happen. And he's sitting there like, wow. Maybe. No, that's such a bad idea. I got to start over. Yeah, he's like, I can do it. I'll pick different subjects. These two just go over there. Yeah. You you guys can just side characters now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Honestly, what would you do if you had that? I don't think I'd sleep for a while. No, are you kidding me? I'd be afraid. I'd be like, oh my god, because I'm like terrified of death. Well, who isn't? Well, some people are just at peace with it. I think those are people who have lived life. Everyone. Well. Some people are just like, well, you know, it is what it is. And you know, most of the people in our generation are like, ah, kill me anyways. Like, no one in our generation has a will to live. I do. I don't. Well, I'm terrified of death, but I don't really have much will. No, we gotta we gotta get a will in that toe. Just the toe. Well, the rest of you, I'll but it's supposed to spread. People. No. Spread. Yeah, like butter. Butter through the veins. Butter me up, baby. <laughs> Joe, don't be buttery. <laughs> oh, poor Joe. Joe's got more will to live than anyone I know. Okay, that reminded me. One of my friends, she snapped me, and she was like, what would you do if, like, you were the only person on Earth? Like, everyone just disappeared. And I told her, I'm like, well, for a little while, I'd probably just, like, fuck around, like, break into a few homes, like, steal a couple cars, like, you know, like, as you would. Because, like, I don't know, no one's fucking here. Like, might as well do some stupid shit. And I told her, like, you know, after a couple weeks, I'd, I'd probably just end it all. Because, like, I don't know. Some people in these apocalyptic movies have too much will to live, you know? Because they're, like, doing everything they can. They're, like, 
jumping off of buildings and running for their lives and like pew 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 and i'm just like nah i just end it all i'm i just don't i don't care to <laughs> like i don't wanna this isn't life this isn't living I'm the only person left on the planet. I'm gonna try and get somewhere really cool before like the electricity shuts off. Well, you'd have to get somewhere like super survivable because in the Midwest, you're not making it. No, I'm freezing up here. Even then, like, how are you getting anywhere? Like, you can't, you don't have electricity. Gasoline. Well, you yeah. can siphon it from cars. I don't know how to do that. You don't know how to do that? I don't cars. You don't know how to siphon water? No. I've never had to do it. I'll give you a lesson. Do we need it though? I don't know. Maybe if this happens. I don't I don't know if I want that lesson. Why would I ever need this? Just go to the gas station and pump my gas. You teach me to siphon it. I'm just gonna siphon gas from your car. I hate going to the gas station. Are you sure this is something you wanna teach me? Siphon water, not gas, but it does work for gas. Well, that's what I'm saying. You teach me to siphon water, you just apply that to the gas, and now you're empty. And then you're like, shit, shouldn't have taught her that. Oh my Should have just let me be dumb. This conversation jumped so far off the rails. <laughs> Sometimes it's kind of funny, though. I don't know if the <laughs> viewers or listeners enjoy it, but I do. I enjoy it. I hope they enjoy it at least a little I bit. I don't know. If you hate it, I don't blame you. Yeah. <sighs> to each their own. To each their own. But yeah, episode 20. But if anyone wants to hear this more, if you could just like tell your friends to listen so I don't have to find another job, that'd be fantastic. You look like you're about to cry because your eyes I'm are just so really tired. red. Good night, Connor. <laughs> like, comment, share, subscribe. Subscribe. Uh, listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually called Google Podcasts, but it's like a Google form of podcast. Where else am I? Oh, no. Everywhere. That's so sad. I should know this. Instagram. Should we look? TikTok. Yep, Instagram, TikTok. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not a Twitter person. I'm not really. I just a don't understand person. it personally. I don't know. Oh, I think I'm on um Amazon Music too. There we go. Mom said I should get on Stitcher, but I haven't tried that yet. So, Stitcher coming soon. Coming soon. Next time on The Last Paranormal. <laughs> Glad you could join us for our Monday night cartoon. Thank you, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.